Earth 2020. Society is in ruins and a virus runs rampant among the world's humble citizens. They are lost. In these dark times, three wayward nerds cross paths at the House of India and realize they are destined to be friends. And so they did. This is their story. The story of the side quest. Okay. Welcome back to Side Quest Podcast. My name is Matt. I'm BJ. I'm Luke. It is nice not having to like reset up every week. Mm. Very nice. Yeah. That like the fact of the matter, like because for those who don't know we uh we recorded in matt's like ki- like not kitchen dining room area and so we would have to you know we'd set up the mics do the thing and, and carmen set- wouldn't want like the mic set up week round so mm-hmm. i'd always like on wednesday or thursday or even friday she'd be like take them down and so there and especially if it's like all oh, there's people coming over so you'd he'd have to move all the mics take everything oh, and there and the cords were really long mm-hmm. like i mean to be fair i got i get it but it's nice yeah, no, having our so- own room Having a room where the mice can just stay up, we can just leave everything in here, and we're good. Just come in, hit record. It's great, dude. It's great. I uh, I put the socks on because um, I've noticed my feet got shown a lot on camera, and I'm pretty sure... Damn Don't want my... anybody seeing that one toenail. <laughs> Bro, I have... <laughs> I've had a history of ingrown toenails. <laughs> And I'm and I do not want to have to go through that again. I know. That, that was that was the most like legitimately hurt, bro. <laughs> like he was like, "Come on, man, dude. You know, I've t- we've talked about this. Before. <laughs> I, I told you that, that in confidence." confidence. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I got the socks on. BJ doesn't, but he's not. A, he's he's not. BJ never like now. raises his foot up. You know what I mean? He just kind of yeah. Sits yeah I'm never sitting here like. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, so got my stitches out yesterday. Got a kind of gnarly <laughs> scar. I mean, it's it's not super gnarly, but want some more? I want to I like to think that it's uh that it's gnarly. And, Just tell uh, people you got stabbed, you know what I mean? Hell yeah. Like, I got don't... stabbed only in my hand. <laughs> well, cuz I I def- deflected the blade like this cuz I'm like I ip man. You know, and uh, yeah, but how yeah. does it feel like you can actually have like more range? You can kind of actually, use yeah, it? yeah. I mean, I'm gonna have to go back to work and you know, yikes, do do heavy lifting. And well, was it are you kind of starting to go a little stir crazy though? Even like, cause especially for well, this first, here, like, here's the that thing first like bit where you're like, that was the roughest part. Yeah. I thought the recovery was only gonna be. Like three days, <laughs> I I did, and then I was I pre-ordered, got the premium edition of Starfield to get it a week early, and then I was like, "There's no way I can use my hand. It's so sore. It hurts so much," and I was on like heavy painkillers, and then when I finally did get to play Starfield like full in without like after ten minutes being like I can't do this, was when everybody else was playing it, so that really. <laughs> bumped me out because I was like 
I'm gonna make so many TikToks. I'm gonna do all sorts of stuff. I'm gonna paint. It Man. wiped. It, it it knocked me out. Man, it was. Uh, yeah, it was just a more intense recovery than I thought it was going to be, at least. Well, I'm glad you're doing better though. Now I appreciate you can actually, it. Like you know, do things. Because mm-hmm. I remember. It, it was it was funny because like I like Matt had like texted or like he even said like hey I'm gonna be you know pretty much home alone he's like yeah I'll, I'll come by and there was a uh, one morning I had woken up or it was the night before whenever we were texting about it and like hey man like I forget exactly how it was but it pretty much was like yeah I can come over if you if you want me to and then he was <laughs> and he just kind of went well if you don't want to come over you don't have to like no like I, I want to I just didn't want to like impose well, yeah, you said I can come over if if like if if, if you you're wa- still yeah, if, yeah you're still if, you're, down. if you're still down and I was like. Like I don't want like unless you want to come over. Yeah, but I I was I was on the uh, in I've, my I, I've moved on in my life because before, I mean I growing up I, it might be different from my parents' perspective, but I felt like I didn't have any close friends gl- growing up, and then the ones I thought I did weren't really good friends, and until I came here I I just didn't really have good friends, and I've matured to the point that it was like I can deal with like. If you want to hang out, I'd love to hang out. But let's not do this dance of like, well, I'll come over if you want me to. Unless I'm like, bro, I need you to come over. <laughs> like, like when, when Carmen was away and I was like, DJ, <laughs> please come over. I'm so lonely. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was it was a thing because I, I remember when I was when I had my uh, wisdom teeth taken out and I was on pain meds. They were like, whenever, whenever like the, <clears throat> the pain meds wore off. I didn't want to be around anybody. I was like, leave me the fuck alone. I want to just suffer in silence. Shut, like, I'm out. So, and, and so that's in my headset. I'm like, that's probably like how he's, maybe maybe he doesn't want to be around people. He's like, he's in pain, whatever. And then like he had mentioned, he's like, look, this house is big enough. You can just, I can fuck off to another room if I need to. Like, it's cool. And so, yeah, I ended up coming over. But I, I did, I was like, because, and I think my mom didn't help that I was like, oh yeah, like I'm going to, like, I'm probably going to mass march. Like, well, don't impose. You just had surgery. And then I'm like, well, shit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> She's yeah. like, he just had surgery. Don't invite yourself over. And I'm like, well, he invited me, but okay. <laughs> it's it's different from another friend that we all know who used to invite, just show up out of the blue, like twice a week. Um, the person I work for mm-hmm. would oh. just show up <laughs> and show then up finally I like had it and I was like, leave now. And it was after he moved to Nashville, and so it was like a 30-minute drive back. And I was like, bro, you have to text us. Like, you can't just show up. And Kevin was like, fair enough. <laughs> like, he wasn't going to say anything, but he felt the same way. <laughs> well, there, yeah, there's there's a thing, like, there, there's a having, like, an open-door policy type deal with that. Where it's like, oh, you're welcome over anytime. There's still a thing of, like, but, like, let me know when you're sh- com- coming over. Yeah. Like, let me know, like... Or, like, just be like... I mean, to be fair, I will say this, because friendships mean a lot to me. You know that, like, it's thicker than, you know, thicker than blood. And so, obviously, if any of you guys just showed up, I would be okay with it, because... Well, I'd hope so, because I live here. (laughs) Dude, what are you fucking doing here? (laughs) Fucking go to sleep. (laughs) But, you know, for uh, most other people, it's you need to come over like come over it's a you know an open door policy and we you know love having everybody over and we want this to be a safe place but 
it's really nice knowing. <laughs> Listen, to, <laughs> so like, to, to me, it's, it's a courteous thing of just be like, hey, man, it was cool. Can I come like can I come by? And getting the, like, yeah, dude, of course, is, like, at least for me. Definitely is, feels better. Yeah, because, like, just being like, yeah, I'll show up. And then, like, if I, if I, if I show up and you're, like, because you're, you're nice, you probably wouldn't tell me to, like, immediately go home. Cause it's like a well, 30, I mean, to be honest, it, what it would be is I'd be like, hey, I have to be honest. Like, I maybe there's, like, I have to do these things. Yeah. Or, like hey, um, I might not be able to, like, hang out with you the whole time. But for the most part, it's okay. Like, especially with how big the house is, it's like, if you just want to escape from whatever you need to escape from, you can just be in here, bring your Xbox, and play in here. And, yeah. and you know, doesn't have to affect me, so. No, but I, I, I still found it just funny. Like, the both me and Matt, like, second-guessing ourselves, we're just like, well, does he want to... Does he want me? Does, and does he really want to come over? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I was like, if you don't want to come over, don't. But I would enjoy it. <laughs> and I'm like, well, no, I, I want to come over. But like, are you cool? <laughs> feel like that text that text would have been like if BJ was in it. Just be like, both of you shut the fuck up. Luke, get your ass it over here now. It wasn't that long. It was like three texts long. Yeah. But I, I would just love BJ just be like, Luke, get the fuck over here. Matt, shut up. <laughs> we have had exchanges like that. They're, they're, always, they're funny. Three of us. Yeah. <laughs> they are funny. Like, I... It's usually... Because, Matt... Our text chains are so funny because, like, I feel like... I feel like... I said, I, you want to hang out today? I can. Yeah. Period. <laughs> the fucking period. <laughs> Dude, look at that. I can. I can. Classic Luke Blackwood I don't want to pose on you, though. Figured you'd want to rest. I've got lunch coming to my house, so I can be there after I eat if you're feeling up to it. I said sure dude if you don't want to, if, if you want to I don't want if you want to I don't want to make you come over just because I'm recovering I said nah man I want to come over love hanging out with you I just know when I had my wisdom teeth all that and I said thankfully our house is big enough to where if I need space it'll be easy to do here the insecurity is palpable in this room <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's uh Man, have you been playing a lot of Starfield? I'm level 25. Dang! Running through... I think I'm only 17. I've I've ran through the Freestar Collective faction. Did you I've, do that sweet ship at the end? Fuck yeah! It's I, sweet. I changed it all black and gold. It's got over 2,000 right uh, now, capacity I'm, in the cargo hold, I'm, bro. I'm rocking with the uh, the Mantis ship, the Razor Leaf. Have you... Okay, with the Mantis ship, have you like just gone into a system and there have been dog fighting happening and then like the pirates sort of will go like oh, oh fuck shit. no they'll, they'll be like hey get that 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 ship or oh fuck it's the mantis yeah. and like there was one where there was literally this lady like they were like get the grab drive get the grab drive and this and you could hear sobbing like i don't want to fucking die like <laughs> crying and i'm like damn that was dude. the second i got it and and left it jumped to another system that encounter happened it's so good and like that whole thing it's that mantis quest is kind of sad Cause like when you walk into this bat cave, basically, the 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 audio is going, "My son, you've made it." And you I'm did like, it. and I'm like, he's like dead, super over, dead. He's like fucked up over like way back there. He didn't even get through like the the. Yeah, like, he didn't even get to the puzzle. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like, ha, ah, shit. So, oops. But I was like, I mean, shit. If if you're offering, so I just took the mantis armor and the ship, and I dipped. Yeah. Which the man? Which by the way, did you do? Uh, did you go? You've been underneath Constellation, like the the thing, right? Yeah. Have you have you gone to the mannequin that has like the Mark One armor? 
No. So it's locked under a master lock. And you can, yeah, yeah, if yeah. If you just yeah. tease uh -huh. over, I it did that. It feels so Skyrim in these I, ways. Yeah. You've seen the one in Aquila where if you crouch at a certain spot, you can access a vendor chest. No, fucking really? In the wide open. Oh, fuck yeah. And there's two in Aquila that does the, the gun store and the general store. And oh. I was like, before there was a bunch of like new ways that where you like, you jump and you walk like a mile and then you find this one spot in a mountain and you run through and then you go underwater and it's all out of bounds and then you can make your way over to vendor's chest and I was like I'm not gonna do that like I liked in Skyrim like the Dawn Guard there's like a Dawn Guard one and what's the other one that's there's like one in a the a, north of the map in the wintry town it's Dawn Star Dawn right? Star yeah. yes where it's that rock formation yes. that if you go past the furnace which that apparently got patched in uh, the special edition because I couldn't. Dang. I couldn't I, get it. All of those are, are. I was like, that's fine. Like this is, it's the normal Bethesda. Yeah. Experience to have like. I I thankfully haven't had too many bugs. The 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 worst bug was we were on a planet that like the O2 or like the oxygen was just non-existent and Sarah's running around without a spacesuit. And that was the only time where I'm like, okay. But every other time I'm like, I haven't the had the worst like, one. I've visual found bugs. is. When I first got the Razor Leaf, the Mantis ship, I um, started putting guns in the gun cabinet, and then I would like travel somewhere else, and then they'd be gone, and I would just start to lose weapons. And I was like, uh, "That's great! I, I I'm not storing weapons here." And apparently, it's like a a kind of a common bug if you store them in like the wall mounted weapon. The uh the uh, uh, the Sky Skyrim had a house that did that. Where it was a house that they added for Hearthfire, and you you had to like fight this warrior on a mountain to get to get the key for it. Mm -hmm. And when you go in, there's a weapons room that they have weapon racks and shelves for specific weapons. So it's like like you walk up to one that says, "Place the Mesa Malai Ball here. Place the Dawnbreaker here. Like all the Daedric weapons, all those masks you can find, any named weapon that's like important, you could put here. The problem is they glitched and would then. Some of them would just disappear. It would just reset. And yeah, it would reset, and so you'd lose all that, and there's no way of getting them back because the ga the game would reset them back weapon, to the so. they well they'd reset them back, so they they would be going back to where they their quest locations, but you have to activate the quest to get them, but you already did the quest, so yeah, you're fucked. It's so yeah that that's a, that's a that's another bug from Bethesda that's annoying, but like I mean, I'm sure it'll get fixed. I, I can store them in. Well, actually, at first I couldn't store them internally either. Just in like the the cargo hold, my weapons and they would disappear. And, and now it, now it's working. But I um, I would put them in the the captain's storage, that little gold safe thing, mm -hmm. which nothing's been, happened in there. I spent like it must have been like four days ago after BJ like left for work and then came back, and then I I still no you you ran some errands and it was he was gone for like four hours and. <laughs> I was still doing like outpost building because I would carry like a bunch of resources on me and immediately just the exhaust like the O2 would go up by crazy because I was carrying like 600 pounds overweight and uh, but I finally got a good outpost I actually really do like the outpost system here um, the one thing downside it's a, lot, it's a lot simpler than I thought it would be the one thing I don't like though is the cargo link so cargo link you can only connect two pl uh, planets in a system and that sucks because if you want to just make like a super base where all the resources is shared without the whole yeah. like solar system 
it, it won't it won't happen so I looked on some tutorials and like this system has two planets that have a lot of really good resources connected those two mm -hmm. and what's really cool about the cargo link is they'll send like a cargo ship on the landing pad and then it'll stay there for like a couple of minutes and then it would take off and then you go to the other planet and then the cargo ship would land and I just love that little immersion instead of I mean it was just the same in Fallout 4 where you see you know your your people on the road that yeah. you you know walking doing that's the supply that's, runs that's so interesting to me because it's different obviously in Starfield because that cargo ship has to also fast travel because it's not just flying through space yeah but like in Fallout 4 and in Skyrim like any like the like any time a, a person's walking like you could you could technically follow an NPC through their whole route. And yeah. If that route was like you can like I th I'm From pretty like sure. From town to town. Well, I'm, well, I'm saying like you know the courier, you could follow him and he'll like walk all across Skyrim like just because that's his job. Mm -hmm. And um, in Fallout Four is the same thing. You could walk with your like settlement people to another settlement, and they'll walk all the way. Yeah. And like that that's so interesting to me that like, it's it it kind of takes into account how big the Bethesda games really are. Because not only does the engine have to take into account all the clutter that you can pick up and move around, because like the game has to remember that like it's like the same in the Zelda, right? Like every item that you can like rewind has a pathing that the game has to remember, and if there's a change in that pathing, it also has to remember that too. Which is incredible how it, it runs on the Switch. The, yeah, the fact that F Skyrim, Fallout 4, even Starfield have that same issue, but for just a coffee mug on the table, that you can take that, throw it somewhere in your ship, and now the game has to remember that you did that, and that coffee mug, will, you can straight up just set a coffee mug on a table, and the game now has to remember that that coffee mug is there and not where you found it. For every item in the game which is wild and then you think about like yeah the pathing of npcs when you leave a town they're not they don't stop yeah like they don't just stand there and like t-pose when you're not looking they're still moving granted i think they they like their graphic setting goes hyper like to almost zero so they're just blobs basically or, like super low poly whatever but like they're still have a pathing, path have a thing they do and that still happens even if you're across the map yeah which is their track it tracks them yeah. when you're like at a completely different location it it shows like yeah because like yeah but those games don't look the best i mean they're probably like, like super smart where they say like okay to we're setting the speed of of the supply runs to be x yeah x speed and so then they take the game, the like the in-system clock, like the world clock of the the game, um, and then they're able to say like, okay, this is the path they're running. So it's it's just a countdown essentially, and it's like if this is the whatever how many seconds they're in, this is the location there are, and if they low, if you, you the player is loaded into this point this is the location that they'll be in and then we'll load in the mm. character there. So that's yeah. probably what it, what it's, it something it's, smart like that. Well, it's, it's also really cool where like they have the waiting mechanic where if you wait for four hours, the game world will move forward if you waited those four hours. So if someone's pathing is Batteries. a different thing, uh, it'll, it'll actually like change it. Yeah. Which is wild. Like, yeah, I, I, trust me. Like I have my problems with Bethesda games and I'm like, Oh, what if they made them like, more polished like like a you know red dead 2 or whatever but like red dead 2 doesn't have the same like they, they do have the pathing and all that stuff too don't get me wrong but they don't have all the clutter and shit that you also have to take into account they don't have all this crazy shit that like 
I don't. It's so wild. Like I think Red Dead's the better game, but like, dude. Speaking of Red Dead, I saw a TikTok, mm-hmm. which is really funny because we don't you don't see TikToks about Red Dead anymore. Yeah. Um. Even about online stuff, but some it was I mean a recent one where some probably a daughter of somebody who was a gamer because it was like a mom filming it and this girl comes in and she goes he dies and is sobbing and he goes oh and she like thinks for a second like oh honey like she realized oh yeah she's playing red dead i know what exactly yep. and she goes she died he dies oh honey and then she's like i i thought you understood that because like in the beginning of the game and she's like he, she gave john his hat like Oh my gosh! And then she's crying. He's like, "It's okay. Like he's not real." And then she goes, "He was real to me." <laughs> <laughs> so good. That was that was me at the end of Crisis Core. First time I played that, I was like, "Fuck!" Who dies? The main character in Zack. Who? Wait. So Crisis Core is Final Fantasy VII's yes. prequel. If you had played Final Fantasy VII, you already knew the fate of Zack. I didn't. Crisis Core is the first instance of seven I had played. Uh-huh. So I played it on my PSP way back in the day, and there you go, Zach. That's what the game was native to? Yep. Okay. PSP action RPG. And it uh I remember beating it and <coughs> Alright, I remember beating it and then like uh the because the whole point is like Shinra basically comes after after both Cloud and Zach because they're hunting him down. And they send a whole fucking strike team to kill this man. And I'm like, I got this. Like, I'm gonna take them all out, do the thing. You wait until I'm gone to talk about Final Fantasy VII. Well, we're talking well, about talking we're talking about, about deaths in video a, games. There's a TikTok of this girl. I'll, I'll just rehash it. Um, this mom's filming like on her phone, mm-hmm. and the girl comes in and goes, "He dies," and starts is just sobbing. And it takes her a second. I mean, to realize and she's, oh, honey, and she, she just finished uh, Red, Red Dead, Dead Two. Red Dead Two, and she's like, you. You didn't under like you didn't know that from the beginning of the game, like because it kind of like <laughs> hint at it, hint at it, yeah. Especially with John, and she's like, no, I didn't know, and she's like, it's like it's okay, he's not he's not real, and she just like bolt like just burts out like he was real to me, <laughs> and just crying. And that's, I, I brought that's up- the whole thing, isn't it? Yeah. I, I brought up the whole thing of like that first time that hit me was Crisis Core's ending. Yeah. Where like I, because I didn't play Seven first. Crisis Core was the first instance of Seven stuff that I had. We've, we've talked about yeah. that many times. Neither of us played Seven first. We both started with Crisis Core. And then getting to the end of that game, and you're just like, "Fuck, man! What do you mean he dies?" Yeah. <laughs> and then it goes like it ends with the to be continued in Final Fantasy Seven, and you're just like, "And Seven, who's the protagonist of Seven? Cloud, Cloud Strife. Okay." And then his best friend, well, yeah, I guess the closest, well, besides Tifa, the closest friend he's had is Zack. Yeah. Up until that point, yeah. I mean, the whole time he was working for Shinra, the only friend that he really had was yeah. Zack, and implied to be Kunsel. Implied, so yeah. the three of them were probably pretty tight. Kunsel better be party member in the next game, I'm just saying. I, that's my biggest hope. I want see, an actual character design for Kunsel. Take uh, that helmet off. Did you see... Uh, that apparently the rumors are Rebirth is going to end with a new protagonist. And as someone who's actually played all the way through of FF7, I'm like, well, yeah, if they, if they go where I think they're going to go, technically Tifa is the main character. Well, yeah, I mean, that... Because Cloud is comatose and Aerith is dead. I've been and, thinking about that yeah. this whole time. It feels like Tifa is the protagonist of Final Fantasy VII. Like, because she's... Well, she's like the... I think Aerith is really the main character in the sense that everything kind of hinges on her and Sephiroth but like in that way but like Cloud, Cloud but all is, the plot points are connected 
by the threat of Tifa. Hmm. Like, Cloud's memories, Aerith has nothing to do with that. It's all Tifa. She was there for the Nibelheim event. It's all Tifa. I'm, I'm interested in that, and I wonder how that's going to work with... Because uh... Rebirth is very much... Seems that Sephiroth is going to try to fuck with Cloud and make him distrust Tifa. Like, he's going to try to break that bond. Yeah. So that seems to be, like, the main... I hope that they make Sephiroth playable at least in one section I, of that. I feel like it'll be the beginning part. I hope so. I feel like I feel like the tutorial will be the Sephiroth cloud going to Nibelheim, fighting the serpent thing, and you get to play as Sephiroth. Maybe not, like, just him. It'll be, like, your cloud, but then Sephiroth's in your party, and you can use him in battle. But I think that's what it's going to be. So this is the perfect segue. Final Fantasy VII. Ever Crisis just came out. I've been waiting for months. Matt saw me playing it on the couch last night and probably before that as well. But I've gotten all my characters to like level 38 out of 50. I've been grinding the shit out of this game. And I have one big problem with it. Mm. And it's the fucking first soldier story. Like it's these three characters that I don't give a fuck about. They're not doing anything interesting. The whole plot point so far for that, I'm on like chapter four of it. They crash on an island, and then they have to fight frogs for four chapters. Has Sephiroth even shown up yet? There, he shows up in the beginning because it's a, a flash forward to be like, oh, don't worry, you're going to see Sephiroth at some point. But so far, it's just like, oh, we're going to go to this island and do a survey. They're not even on the island to do anything interesting. They're just doing a survey for Shinra. Yeah. And then uh, I, I really hate the characters... Because they just feel like dollar store versions of the main cast. Like, oh, this is the Cloud stand-in. This is the... Yeah, the, the main is, guy. This is the Tifa slash Aerith, like, girl. And it doesn't help that the, the Tifa girl has the same alternate outfit as Tifa. <laughs> and, uh... Is it the, like, purple or blue sweater? Yeah, that, yeah. like weird crop top sweater thing with her giant hockey pad uh, like yeah pants. she's like i'm gonna show my titties off but i need to protect my legs <laughs> but the one character that i hate the most just because of his stupid fucking limit break is matt sorry <laughs> you're fine bruh the other matt but that's another thing the character's names are really fucking stupid because you're in final fantasy 7 with red 13 barrett cloud tifa Aerith. And now you have Glenn, Matt, and Lucia. Lucia, I guess, is like the Lucia, closest. Lucia's okay. But and she's a sniper, so but that's... But Matt and Glenn, in a fantasy aspect, is like, I'm sorry. Matt, like, at the very least, you could have called him Matthew, and I feel like I would have liked Yeah, Matthew would have been more Final Fantasy-esque. But Glenn is the worst. <laughs> yeah, Glenn's awful. He's just like... You know that old That sounds like a meme? stepdad's name. It, yeah, yeah, it yeah. does. He looks like a stepdad. Like an abusive one. Ooh. <laughs> But uh, you know that old like redneck meme that was like deep fried as hell, and it was like, "Which are you?" And it's like the fighter, the truck freak, crazy ass, and that Russian and thing. ape here. Oh yeah, yeah, it, he's truck freak. Okay, nice. Yeah, that's the best is, way I can describe it. Is Sephiroth him. ape here? Uh, yeah, definitely. Even though he hasn't shown up, and I yeah. doubt he probably will in this first release chapter so how much of how much of ever crisis is out you said you got to the ifrit fight in crisis core how much of og7 is out uh og7 you get past you get through midgar you get it? through midgar and then i think it ends there okay so just all of part one yeah okay and uh that's another thing you know you're doing ff7 there they made a point to be like oh we're gonna add context to 
to some characters things. moments that aren't on screen in the game however they take three character slots out of the like nine of them to be not named characters they could have done i mean it's glenn lucia and oh. matt but you could have done like oh here's what kate sith was doing through the whole midgar section well to be fair the what kate sith was doing was being in Shinra that, in board meetings. That is fair. <laughs> like but I still would have liked I, to see. I would have. Lo- I would have loved to see like a little mini Red Thirteen thing, maybe. Like his, I, his and Sid would have been the ones that made sense. I guess. Still or, crazy to me that Hojo wanted Aerith to fuck that dog. Yeah. What? Yeah, that's a. In, in OG 7s plot point, it is not even implied. It's just straight up like. We need because Aerith is a is a race called the Cetra or the she, Cetra. Yeah, she's a Cetra, and they have this dog race, and they go the genes of these two would make a great like whatever, and so this crazy evil scientist is literally like puts him in a cage, and pretty much is like, well, I mean, if shit happens, shit happens, and he like leaves, and like pretty much is like, I mean, hey, go straight to the cameras. Come yeah, basically. On, Dude, yeah, on. and and then Aerith is like at first scared as shit because it's like, uh, and then Red Thirteen turns out to be chill as hell, and he's like, hey man, I'm yeah, not gonna do Red that shit. Thirteen is the most distinguished member of their group. <laughs> yeah, and he's a dog. Fun fact: voiced by the same guy who voices Ryuji in Persona Five. That's why I love him. Dude, hey, that shows range. Ryuji to fucking Red Thirteen. Red Thirteen. That is a lot of range. But um, it's he's probably yeah, the, like actually the most put together character in the fucking party, and he's a dog with a flaming tail. Vincent is a fucking vampire with a mohawk and earrings. By the way, that is true. Vincent's a vampire. Sid's an alcoholic drunk who beats his wife. T- Tifa is beats his wife. Beats his wife canonically. Canonically, hits her. Now, granted, I wonder how they're gonna do that. Did in- she deserve it? Was she running her, that mouth of hers? <laughs> I don't think so. I think it's just he mad. He's mad he didn't get to go to space. Is that the thing? Yeah, he he. Yeah, basically, he, <laughs> he his his dreams didn't happen the way he wanted it to, and his wife being like, well, you know, like being being like the like, hey, you know, th- like she's trying to comfort him, and he's just like, fucking bitch, basically. <laughs> but yeah, you have Cloud, who's an amnesiac, fucking. I don't know. There's a lot of problems with Cloud. He's the, the, he's the least put together of that whole crew. Yeah. Aerith is a is an is the descendant of an ancient race of beings who might have knowledge of what's going on. At least in OG, she didn't. But Tifa is the girl who has PTSD from her entire family and village getting burned down to the ground, and is now fighting in an eco terrorist group. Barrett is an eco terrorist. Barrett is like my favorite character in FF Seven. He's he's the. We love that voice actor. Yeah, we do. Yeah. He's, he's Shout the, out Bo Billingsley. Shout out Dog Sodomy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know. We got to do the thing. Hey man, Dog Sodomy. Hey, that fit that that kind of fits with FF Seven. We just talked about. Yeah, it. that's what oh, Hojo wanted. <laughs> um, but uh, no, like that that whole cast is fucking like crazy. I it's so funny. Like I looked at like all the cast of FF, and you're like, you got some you know people with PTSD. FF Seven's cast is fucked. Like so, you're yeah. not you're not ever gonna ask like the only person in Final Fantasy universe that's like legitimately just sane and like normal is Zack. Everyone yeah. else is the most anime crazy like, and, and even then Zack 
suffers a shit ton. He's just surrounded by insane people and has to deal with it. My favorite thing of Zach is everybody's spouting off this crazy bullshit. And he's and, just like, shut no, the fuck well, up. You, the player, are like, what are you talking about? Not five minutes later, Zach goes, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, you're like, oh, sick. And no, I relate to Zach more because I don't get what the fuck Genesis is saying. Yeah. But it, the gameplay in Ever Crisis is very good. Um, I'm it's still a, getting used to it because it's the... It's like the auto attack, and then you have to wait for the ATB. So it's, it's like, auto and ATB. It's what's ATV? It's like you have a gauge that builds up, and depending on how many bars you have, you can use one of your abilities, and that includes like special strikes and then magic as well. Okay. In in Final Fantasy, the ATB system. So they've been turn based for the first three games, and then for four onward, they had this style where it's technically still turn based. Like, you're still in a menu, hitting attack, use magic, whatever, but you couldn't actually use your move until a bar filled. So it, it made you... And then the enemies, it was the same thing. Once their bar was full, they could attack. And then it would fill again, and they could attack again. So it, it gave you a bit more, like, active strategy, where you couldn't just, like, set the controller down and go, okay, what do I want to do? Because then the enemy's going to keep attacking yeah. you. So it was the same thing with you, where it's like, okay, my bar's filled, I have that little, like... Sometimes like two seconds, so depending on how how powerful your character is, it could be longer, it could be faster. But you had like now like okay, you'd want it to be faster or longer. Uh, faster, realistically, because then if it's faster, you move, you get to keep attacking. Mm -hmm. Um, I think mages, it, it was slower, right? Because they could get like the super destructive magic type shit, right? Or yeah, it was based on a stat though, right? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, it yeah. was. It was like the agility. Yeah, I think stat. It, the higher your agility, the the, fa the faster your character goes. Gotcha. But it pretty much added a layer of uh, like complexity to just standard turn based of just hit attack, wait for the enemy to attack, do this. So that way you could technically, if you're fighting an enemy that has a slower agility, you could go multiple times in a row. Mm -hmm. But then their attacks probably hit harder. So it gotcha. get, there's more strategy to it than than just like. All right, let me like think. Let, it's my turn, so I'm gonna like let me think like 17 moves ahead, and it's like now you have to be like, fuck it, uh, quick, use this. You're thinking a bit more on the fly. Yeah, which was I think way cooler than just yeah standard turn based. Yo, have y'all heard the the conspiracy about Titanfall three? I thought oh, you were gonna say the Titanic. No, <laughs> we'll get yeah, into cause, that. Because Titan, so, Titanfall so two got been, updated. And, they've been and updating patched. the servers and patching. The game, like like update for the the game came out, and they've been updating servers and like fixing bugs, and then Apex's newest the season the current season is called Resurrection, and it ends on October twenty uh, ninth, which is very close to the seven year anniversary of Titanfall, um, and a lot of people are speculating that we're going to get an announcement for Titanfall 3 really soon. That would be incredible, and I hope that they make the announcement in Apex somehow. Like one of those live events like they do in Fortnite? Yeah. That Actually, would be that'd awesome. be super that sick. That would be awesome. I, I've enjoyed some of the live events. Uh, I think I've only done the Marshmallow one. Um, I, I did the Travis Scott one. I did the Ariana Grande, so we've all got different experiences. The I think Marshmallow was the first one, right? It and was. It, so it was very simple, but it was so cool. I mean, Travis yeah. Scott's was fucking wild, where he's like giant... Ironically, not as many deaths in that uh, that concert than Astroworld. That's right. But Thanks. uh, <laughs> it's kind of fucked up. But hey, uh, the the I I like that idea. Like that kind of brings multiplayer to an interesting way. Like they were doing the Godzilla versus Kong thing in Call of Duty, where like it's still the battle royale, but like Godzilla and Kong are fucking up the whole map. 
while you try well, to complete the, a battle I, yeah. I think Post Malone did a like a, a live concert for the the quest the meta quest oh yeah there was like a, a weird like live event that was just for people with uh, he had like a, a weird i'm thinking it was post one a lot like of the a lot pokemon of this... concert too yeah, i was gonna say there was a pokemon thing and I, w- I wonder if it was through go or through i think it was just like an anniversary okay. thing because they did those cards too didn't they like the katie perry card well and they, all they did like a whole album of like just popular artists making songs not was it called a, wasn't it called songs to battle to something like that yeah and it, it was like it, none of them really had anything to do with pokemon it was just like <laughs> we put pokemon art on it yeah. so you got to think about pokemon and, the, you and then you it. had ed sheeran do the credit song for, for scarlet and violet i can't remember where they did it but they they did that like drone show thing for pokemon yeah. and they had that charizard that was like flapping its wings was that the one that was uh in california on the pier no they recently did that for the one piece uh mm-hmm live action where I'm pretty sure it's Venice uh, Pier or Santa... Yeah, Venice Pier with, the, you know, it's the one from um... Not, uh, Dog, okay. From, like, uh, GTA that same, you know, same place. They did a, a, a drone show for the One Piece. Dude, my, my sister asked me, have you seen this One Piece show? And that, like, legitimately, like, freaked me the fuck out. Because, like, my brother and sister do not fucking like anime. Like, Dude, they, it I shocks would, me that Jesse doesn't. I would push that. Oh, he... Well, no, it's not... I would, it's I would not just... I'd be, like, super, like... To well, I'd just say... St- I told her, like, just check it out. It's a pretty decent show. But uh, Jesse doesn't like cartoons. Like, straight up. Oh, no, that's a lie. He lo- he loved Gravity Falls. I hate... I hate he that people think Gravity anime Falls. is cartoons. For whatever reason. My, no, so Jesse's cool with it occasionally. My sister just doesn't fucking like him at all. Which is... Sure, but my brother, it, it has to hook him in in like the first, like he 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 is the most like. Eh. So how does he, he feel about like Adventure Time? Does he? He didn't watch it. Damn. He he probably well he probably watched a couple. I know he liked regular show for what he watched. He loved Chowder. I love Chowder and then, too. And then and then the one and then the one thing all three of us agree on is SpongeBob is fucking hilarious. But that's just because it's so fucking stupid. Yeah, SpongeBob is everyone's core memory yeah. at this so point. So like, but like, he's not the biggest fan. Like, like I'll go. Like he didn't. He doesn't want to watch any of the Spider Verse movies because <gasps> they're animated. Now I just want to <sighs> ask Jesse what he's seen and what he likes. Because I would like. How does he feel about Avatar? Uh, I. He, it's been years, but we watched the finale when it like aired, and we we both liked it at the time. I think he'd have to just rewatch it. I don't know if he will though. I know if he watched it, he'd like Castlevania. Oh yeah, I'm sure. He I'm pretty would. sure he. That's re- a, really dig uh, that. for a lot of people who are unsure. That's like my first stepping stone into it, or like because it's dark. It's just a dark fantasy show. Or like the really um, the new one's Nightmare of the Wolf, dude. Fucking this this month. Yeah, September something. A fucking Castlevania Bloodlines. Nightmare Richter, of the Wolf. Baby. Wolf is the other one. Nightmare of the Wolf. Is, the, the, Wolf. is the other one that I tell people. Terrible. I still haven't seen it. What? It's really good. It's so good. I it's mean, it's by the same people who do Castlevania. It's I don't know if it's the exact same team, I mean, but it's, it's got to be. It's the same it's, Netflix anime well, studio. It's, it's well, so no, so the the studio who does Castlevania is, I'm sure you know who he is, possibly, but you know Adi Shankar. He's been on like he does like YouTube. He has like these bootleg like fan films. Like he did a Power Rangers one that was like super violent. I've definitely be. heard of this name. Yeah, was it the the one the Power Rangers one that was like super like film grainy and dark? I think so. And like Billy, it died. ends with like one of them getting like shot in the head. Well, because like most of them are dead up 
act before that. And he's the one who like produced that. He pretty much produces all the stuff and gives it to people who he thinks will do it. He he did Castlevania. He got the rights for that. He also has the rights for Devil May Cry for Netflix as well, but I don't know when the fuck that's I, happening. If that if that goes badly, I'll be very upset. I'm a, dude, I'll, I might kill myself. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? I need I need Devil May Cry to do fucking good. Speaking of, it's weird that you brought Power Rangers up because I wanted to talk about this. But I saw a clip on TikTok the other day of the newest, I think it's the newest Super Sentai show. Mm-hmm. And um, the, like, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers show up, and it's red and green. But they, which was clipped footage of Super Sentai originally. But they show up and they have these, like, American flag belts, and they <laughs> both have guns. And they're like, you Super Sentai fags are nothing compared <laughs> to us Power Rangers. <laughs> I was like, this is an official product? This is amazing. <laughs> so now I just really want to find that. If anybody can, if anybody knows what Super Sentai that's from, please link it to us. The The newest Super Sentai would be very interesting to see how they're going to get around that. Because I think the newest one has, like, two robots and, like, an alien who's, like... Like, the, the outfits are straight up not, like, humanoid. Like, it's straight up, like, how are you going to get around this one? Yeah. I I just I would love for them to go back to SPD at some point. That's my favorite season of Power Rangers. They, Which one's that's that? A, that's the one where they're like cops. They're space cops. And there, the, there's so many that uh, I mean the only one that the I feel cool, like it, is, it, I can vividly remember was Dino extra Ranger. Was it yeah, Dino he Thunder? Was a dog man. Dino Thunder was the was the one where they brought back yeah. Tommy as the Black Ranger. Yeah, that was dope. And then was that, that the one where he gets like the Rainbow Morpher and goes through all of his different forms? I think so. Yeah, because what? because he had that thing where he was like he had to like fight himself, and so he fought the Green Ranger, fought the White One, and then he he you know because he he got that's when he got his Black Ranger powers. I think that also had that one also had a really cool other Ranger with the White Ranger, but that was just because of how. Is there one called shit. like Ninja Storm? That was before Dino Thunder. Yeah. Okay, I've I've seen that. That one. one that one is the most aggressive of its time Power Rangers show because it was like dirt bikes and surfing. That's why I like yeah. it because I went it, from like Rocket Power yeah. to Ninja Storm and I was like these it, guys are cool It was as the fuck. most early 2000 shit of like oh BMX and like like X Games and all those like, like it's in the same like, vein oh, of like uh, not Tommy Bahama um Tommy, who's, like, who's the, the Tommy Johnny Tsunami Johnny Tsunami yeah. did, you, did you ever see the second one yeah, of those back on board Johnny yes, where he, yeah where he yeah, gets dude. on the mountain board he starts That's he's sh- like he goes oh yeah like I love surfing and then he sees these kids in the second movie like mountain boarding and he's like does that thing where he's like Whoa! It is legit. That's the coolest thing of all time, bro. Legitimately, one of my favorite Disney Channel original is it, movies. Isn't the same guy who's the, the main antagonist in Mortal Kombat? His dad. Isn't that his dad? Pretty, that the, well, no, I'm pretty sure because it was the guy who was Johnny Tsunami was the dad. Yes. Yeah. Speaking of the Mortal Kombat movie, I sent this to you guys a couple weeks ago, and we just haven't talked about it. I don't think. But there's an episode of Sabrina the Teenage Witch yeah, yeah. where <laughs> Shang, Tsung Shang Tsung shows up and he's like a distant relative of yes. Sabrina. I desperately want to see that episode because I used to watch Sabrina every morning before school. I fucking love that show. And I love the Mortal Kombat movie, which we've talked about. Yeah, Johnny Tsunami is the main antagonist. It's that guy from Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah that's yes. that's the guy. Shang Tsung. He he's a he's he is the, it was the best retcon. I, I don't really like Mortal Kombat 11 much because the story's all over the place. Characters are weird, whatever. But do you really play Mortal Kombat for the story? Yes, exclusively. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> not that's nine. fair. You're not gonna go online and play that shit. I do. Like I actually, ironically, I did for 11 because I got, I got really into playing Sindel. 
Because I never play fighting games online. The only out of, one out of that every I did. character. At first, I was like, well, "All right, so Gears is cool, I guess." But I was like, "Fuck it, I don't like any of these characters." DLC came out. I'm like, "Oh, Joker's cool." They brought Noob Saibot back in. Nightwolf's in here, and it's like, "Here's Sindel," and I'm like, "I mean, she's hot, so I'll try it out." And then I actually played her, and I'm like, "Damn it, she's actually really fun." Oh well, like, shit! After watching all those videos about like the the gamer rage compilation. Yeah, well, it's it's the world of uh, fighting games. Fighting games. Yeah. The Tekken ones get so heated. It's true, but Bro, I just get didn't know people played, stuff with played Mortal out. Kombat for the story. I mean, it's they didn't before. Like there's there was obviously lore nerds with all these fighting games. It wasn't because until... it's like the next thing is like, all right, you fought this person. Now it's time to fight the next person, well, in, and that's like the only thing that the well, story is. For, for like twenty years, fighting games, the only lore that you had was after you beat a guy, you get like two sentences of text, and people would just like gravitate towards that and make whole wikis about that shit. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. It was Mortal. Uh, it was Guilty Mortal Gear is Com- a fucking nightmare, by the way. There is someone trying to compilate all the lore of that, and they're like two hour long videos, and it's supposed to be like a sixty part thing. And I'm it, like, fuck that. It's impossible because the second game in the series is all like every ending is a different universe. Yeah. Um. But uh, Mortal Kombat Nine, which was the reboot, uh, it was just called Mortal Kombat on 360 and PS3. That one actually had a story where they said, "Fuck it, there's a campaign mode," and it was literally just <laughs> you fought. You know the different characters, different versions of them, but it was like retell. Like Mortal Kombat Nine basically was an all was a time travel because it t- took place after Armageddon, which was all of the fighters fighting each other for some power. It ends with like Shao Kahn, the main bad guy, killing Raiden, but Raiden sends like a vision to the past of his past self to go, "Hey, don't let this shit happen." And Raiden's like, "I need to figure out what that means." And so they go through Mortal Kombat 1, 2, and 3's story, but with, like, a newer twist to it. Oh, okay. And, and, and this is for what game? In Mortal Kombat 9, or okay, just nine. just called Mortal Kombat. It was okay. a reboot, basically. And then from then on, pretty much that game got loved because of its story mode. That led to Injustice, because they did a great story mode yeah, there. Yeah, that's the one I do that. know has, a, has yeah. a good story. That led, led to Mortal Kombat 10. Tekken started... Like, I think it was... Tekken Seven did the the uh, or yeah I think Seven had a story mode because th- of it. I think uh, Six also had a campaign mode. I know Tekken 3D on the 3DS did one as well. The uh, it, I just don't know when that one takes. Place. Whichever one was on the 360 had yeah. like a full campaign with cutscenes and everything. Yeah, pretty much every fighting except Street Fighter they didn't until because Five didn't have one, did it? Or am I wrong? Five. I don't think so. Yeah, so... Four was just, like, the arcade, like, oh, each character has a different goal thing. So pretty much every fighting game after that, for the most part, was like, let's add a campaign, because people clearly liked it, because that was the biggest thing for Mortal Kombat 9. Not only was it a decent fighting game, it was like, oh, they made a really good story. Yeah. Which led to Mortal Kombat 10, adding in, like, the children of some of these famous characters. Injustice 2 happened, Mortal Kombat 11, we're getting Mortal Kombat 1 now. Where they're, like, legitimately, like, well-produced films, basically, now. Where they're, like, actually, like, fit, like all these characters are getting, like, scanned in. They're, like, you know, motion capture. Like, they're doing the same shit they're doing for, like, God of War and Last of Us for Mortal Kombat now. In terms of, like, the, the cutscenes. Yeah. And, like, yeah, now it's a story stuff. Which I do like, because it, it's weird. Like, apparently this Mortal Kombat 1, the story got leaked. And apparently, like, the last chapter is, like, a multiverse thing. Where, like, there's, like, gender-bent versions of characters. They're bringing back characters from Armageddon and, like, Annihilation. And, like, they're pretty much just doing all this cool shit. And then in uh, in Mortal Kombat, I think it was 11? They had this fight where Raiden and, and 
Liu Kang fought. And in the cutscene, it kept cutting to different universe versions of these two fighting, because it always has to happen. That was what that was what that was what fucked up the the part in Mortal Kombat uh, Nine. It's what fucked up in other games. And this it was super cool to see like, oh, that's the Mortal Kombat Nine thing. And they they go back to like, oh shit, that's from this game or that's from that. It was like, I don't know, it was really cool. I so yeah, I like the story of these games, and they're they're trying to like. At least with, like, the newer versions, like, 10, 11, and now 1, they're kind of making it... Let's, like, modernize these characters in a way that's, like, not... Not just copy and paste from, like, you know, the endings of those arcade ladders, but, like, let's let's do something cool with these. The fighting game that I think I've spent the most time in is Fighter Z because, like, I, I actually understood how to fight... <laughs> And it's like it's got a really high skill ceiling, but a really low entry point. So I think that's a really good entry point for fighting games. It also is a decent because Fighter Z was what was what Android Twenty One's thing, right? Yeah, decent, story. really good story. Yeah, for, for and when did that come out? That was twenty seventeen or eighteen. I think it was eighteen. Eighteen feels that right. Was, that was just like on PS Four, Xbox One. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's on uh, PC and everything too, and it's on Switch now as well. But the one that I really want to play with you specifically is Soul Calibur Six. Okay, got Geralt because Geralt. Geralt. And, and isn't and, Soul and, uh, Calibur the one where you can also just make outrageous yes. characters? Yeah. Yes, I would love that. And it's 3D, so you have an area of movement where you can sidestep attacks instead of just full like doing a combo to like block it's, or it's side te- dodge. It, well, it's side technically roll, like it is a 2D, but like you can dodge forward and the camera will move with you, and then it's like, oh, they're attacking this way. Now it's back to 2D again. Speaking of, of which, Budokai apparently. I've I've seen some posts that are like Budokai is closer than you think. I'm excited for that. Budokai Budokai Tenkaichi three specifically. The, another fighting game. Dragon Ball Z uh, PS2 right? I think was that 360. Yeah, the the latest console version that you can get of Tenkaichi three is uh, on the Wii. Okay, dude. Speaking of of reboots, I was thinking just I was mo- mostly curious to hear what you you guys also said, or um, but. If you could reboot and like remake an anime with like a modern Yu Yu that's exactly what I was gonna say. I would love to see Gundam Wing. Gundam Wing would be cool. It would be so cool. Instead of like it just going with like edgy teenagers, it would be like, I mean, the fights in that are dope. See, the thing is, especially I feel, when there's I feel like, like Gundam Wing has so many Gundam models. I mean, the whole thing is like you have Wing like, Gundam, Death yeah. Scythe. Um, heavy arms like Death Scythe is a really good design. I feel like though, really part good. of Gundam Wing's charm is is its campy ninety edgy aesthetic. Because like, but now that I've seen like Iron Blooded Orphans and Hathaway, I, I know that it's like the stories can be really good with dope shit. And so I'm not saying. Well, they I can't think be. that's I think that's part of the charm of Gundam. Is that every series has its own tone and setting? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not hating. I love Gundam Wing, but it'd be really cool to see a reboot, reboot of Gundam Wing. And as much as like Brotherhood, uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is perfect, it would be really cool to see at least like modern, amazing animations of well, them doing. The thing is, I feel like like bro- alchemy and stuff. Like seeing like that is. I mean, seeing like. <laughs> How they do like, I mean, we always come back to it, but it's like the peak is redline. If they could do some shit like that with the alchemy, it'd be incredible. I, think- I mean, those like impact frames that we've been seeing with like Endeavor and shit like that, 
or oh like my God. well in, that's the thing is if both, i could see that in in brotherhood i mean because it's when, it's when mustang kills lust and it does ho- some shit like that holy shit that would be so tight i mean even like the the very first episode is so would be so hyped to see again because in that you know they're in that like alleyway with that guy who used to be um, a state oh, alchemist. Yeah, the, the guy that like makes the tries to make circ- a I huge forgot about transmu- that. Uh, transmutation. I thought that was in the movie. No, it's, no he tries to make a huge transmutation episode, circle yeah. out of Damn. ice, and like Armstrong shows up, and then the brothers meet him in an alleyway, and you get to you know the the his little spear comes out of the ground, like all of that. Just especially how they because a lot of it with like Ed Nall is like their manipulation of the ground and just seeing that done with like impact frames of, of them destroying walls. And it doesn't even need to be a full like series redo. I just want to see the scene where Ed pulls that spear out of the ground. Just reanimate that. Yeah, (laughs) please. For sure. I thing is, I, I feel like at this point it would be like not too soon. But it's just like Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is like near perfect. With the, I mean, with, it is with the exception of like yeah, like seeing it in modern animation style would be cool. But I feel like there's a lot of other anime that need it well, more than the Full problem Metal. is with that is then I I I know I'd have a problem with like either. I mean, maybe I wouldn't. Maybe they do it so well, but like you know, I might have a problem with like some of the voice acting or well, they or, they definitely that's wouldn't bring because they, they would like not unless bring they back. did it like that, that would be a big problem for me sto- changing Ed's voice yeah. unless they did the story identical. Then the it would be people, really hard. I, I, that, think, I think that the only way they could do it is if they do like Persona Three is doing, where it's like because this is a new, like a the new version, we're getting an entire new cast. Because like instead of just like, well, we got to replace the one guy because he's kind of a dickhead. It's like, nah, fuck it. The whole cast is getting redone. I mean, the the version of Persona Three that I'm most familiar with is the PSP version, which all which, which gave you like grunts. I think, yeah, maybe. and th- there's like three cutscenes yeah. that are grainy as shit. So I'm fine with them replacing the whole cast. But going back to your question about reboots. The one, I th- this probably isn't a popular opinion, but it's not because of the story. I would love to see Avatar reanimated. Keep keep the story exactly the same. Don't change a fucking thing about that. Honestly, keep the voices. in in Korra's animation style, because I think Legend of Korra has it's stellar so fights. so good. Really good when, animated Once fights I started seeing, stuff, like... Yeah. Yeah, it's like season two onward is when it kind of got its legs. Of like, I mean, even I mean, the season best one from that incredible yeah, from shit that towards whole, the end. That whole you know show show was was when um what's what's the blind girl's name Toph when Toph's granddaughter who's the head of the like the chief of police explodes that guy's throws head throws that is the her hardest shit ever onto the head as she's about to use that like explosion oh my Cora god I got fucking dark like that's Dude, the thing like the, the they, main people guy, died and I like yeah. that the main villain in that season he goes to like the emperor of the earth kingdom and draws all the air from her lungs it's a good thing the air nation was pacifist or else everybody would have been fucked yeah. yeah I mean that's like the same equivalent to bloodbending yeah I mean it, yeah it's, Dude, it's, it's the, that it's the that dark episode shit still of that. gets me where I'm like fuck I mean technically <laughs> technically even like couldn't Earthbenders send a I was going to say the, the iron in your blood, yeah, for sure. Blood, yeah. It's yeah. probably not high enough, uh, but... It's still probably enough to, like, make you trip, maybe, or, like, do some simple shit. I mean, shit. you could create a clot in someone's heart with the iron in their blood and just fucking... Give them a heart attack. It, yeah. Le- I, that's the thing, is, like, le- I think Legend of Korra, like, animation style applied to Avatar, and, like, maybe, like, make the fight scenes a bit more dynamic. But, yeah, story the same, but, like, 
like when I say make it a little more adult, like show the fight scenes where like Aang's not out going to kill people, but when Zuko before Redemption is fighting, he's not fighting to like, you know, whatever. He's fighting like, to fucking yeah, murder. Mur- yeah, like Azula. Anytime she does anything, it's like dead, dead, dead. Fucked up. I think we like, talked about this, but I recently saw somebody who like re-edited the Azula fight. That's exactly what I was about to bring with, up with the, with, with the dragon with fire, the, with the rainbow fire. Give me fucking chills, dude. The, so uh, good. Honestly, I I think that's why I love Azula as a character because she's the most like irredeemable piece of shit, like in that like show. But like, I guess you there well, it, they, it was way... so good about it because it, it's 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 the show's actually pretty deep because mm-hmm. it really shows it's very deep i mean azula is the mirror of to zuko. zuko i mean she shows she is is what zuko would be like if he went all in that in i the mean direction. really zuko was trying to get on that path with oh go hunt the avatar and then and then can, my dad will be proud of me just like and, he is and proud of if azula. he didn't have iroh that's where he would be do the fucking leaves on the vine iroh t- t- to this day tears me apart i i honestly it's it's so funny, but like, because it's for different reasons, but like, kind of the same reason. I cried just as hard at the death of Iroh with another character. I might, I'm not gonna, sp- I don't know if you've gotten that far, but. In, in what? In Naruto. Oh, with Jiraiya? Yeah, okay, I didn't know if you had seen it. Okay, yeah. Yeah, Sorry. I mean, uh, it's I been almost, out for almost He started watching Shippuden on Hulu because it's on there now. Well, it's it, it's like six seasons have been on there, then now they're up to like 18. I, that's what yeah. I was telling him. I was like, yeah. you know it's a thousand episodes, right? And he immediately stopped. Well, because the first, like, where I was is well, now Gara is like, was like defending the, the Sand Village. And and there's some guy on the paper bird. Datara, the worst character in the and, games. And he like... He Boy, just flies Sonic around while, while Gar is chasing him with his sand, and it's for like five minutes, and nothing happens. And I was like, "So I guess the pacing hasn't changed." No, and I, so then it doesn't then, change. I'd say it's probably till about like the. And so I just I just left, but then the this pa- is a good segue. The pain arc is probably where the changing. The we we started watching some other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! I've been waiting. Fifth Element is probably one of the best movies I've ever seen. Dude, I'm. Let's fucking go. It's so good. I, I feel like I'm so thankful that you're able to show me all these things because I've found, like, my new passion is just old school sci-fi. I Dude, there's so many more. I'll, I have more that are just as good. Okay, because I, I do want to finish the rest of the Alien movies. I'd never seen Alien before, and we watched it the other day, and I was like, this is fucking incredible. And then we watched Fifth Element, and it's... I, I well, can't even earlier, describe how good it is. Before that, we watched um, we the, the reboot of RoboCop. Yeah, and that was actually, actually really fucking I, good. In my head, I don't know why I thought it was campy, and it's a little. But we, I mean, when you start getting frustrated at a at a movie because you're like, why are they doing this? This is bullshit. Like, not because it's badly written, but because it frustrates you. Like, how could they do this to the main character? We, you realize you're invested. Yeah, we, we watched it with Carmen. Carmen was like, I'd, I'd rather watch the new one. And we were like, okay. So we, we get into it, and it's like they get to a point with Robocop, who was played by Rick Flagg, by the way. Oh, Joel Kinnaman. Yeah. yeah. Nice. <laughs> and uh, it gets to the point in the story where they're like, the human element isn't working. Shut down his, like, dopamine filters and just make him, like, a mindless robot. And we were all just like, what the fuck? He, he's, his wife is right there, and he's not even acknowledging that she's there. And it's all because they're just fucking with his mind. And then it gets to the point where it's like, he he overcomes that. It's like the human spirit overcomes. Mm. 
and then he he goes on like a rampage getting revenge on all these people that did this to him and there's this one scene like at the very end that is just a Metal Gear Rising level because there's these military robots that are just like the fucking walkers in Rising and his black like metal body has this visor that goes all the way like down and then up again and I was like that's just fucking riding dude hey where, where, do, where does where does his yeah, eye what's, go? yeah what's, what's with his what's, eye what's with his visor what's with, <laughs> what's with his visor dude we need to if we had the budget I would love to make like a live action thing of that if we get accepted to that con I would love to ask Quentin Flynn what's up with his eye <laughs> with his eye dude does it go I, into his it, hair I, it was so dope and, and what was I did appreciate a couple things in the very beginning like after he's been turned into the Robocop the the like guy who's uh, the PR you know guy or the the social guy on 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 the the company that makes all these mechs and robots yeah, the military he's like I got some couple designs for us like for the Robocop this one's called his combat outfit and they just show like the OG Robocop and I was like let's go and because it's in the the silver because originally he was silver and they're like let's make him all black and to be fair it was dope I do like what they do with the silver in this movie though because it's like <laughs> they they use the silver as like his humanity almost yeah they take and it when away he, when they take it away he starts being mindless and yeah. then at the end he gets it back I really like that parallel super good this is, this is, this is fun this will be a good time to say that I've never seen Fifth Element or Robocop you, or, or most of the Alien movies. I haven't seen original RoboCop. It's 2014 so good. is worth watching, but Fifth Element, you need to see. Well, so I, what happened okay, is Carmen fifth, goes fifth to El- bed. Uh, isn't... I, I could be wrong, but the only thing I might know about Fifth Element, isn't it by the guy who did Resident Evil? <laughs> uh, I mean, his wife's in it. Well, that's the thing. He, he And directs. that's the only role of hers that I've ever liked, <laughs> because I've only seen her in Resident Evil. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure it's Paul. Also my favorite Chris Tucker performance of all time. He's in Fifth Element? Yeah. So we, so I was like, dude. He plays been, like a three dog-esque character. Nice. We, so we said like, we were watching stuff and I was like, dude, you know, uh, in in uh, Robocop, they have uh, Gary Oldman. And I was like, dude, trust me on this. I'm going to put on a movie. Have you ever seen Fifth Element? No. I was like, okay, this is good. We have a lot of characters from movies we previously have been seeing. Chris Tucker from, from uh, <laughs> Rush Hour and Gary Oldman from the movie we just saw. And Gary Oldman from Call of Duty. Is he in Call of Duty? Yeah. What does he do in Call of Duty? I think he was in uh, it was in the Black Ops ones, I'm pretty sure. He was a villain at one point, right? Uh, I believe so. He's also Gordon in the Bat in the Dark Knight movies. Oh yeah. Yeah. Honestly, not gonna lie. He's a really good Gordon. He's a really great Gordon. Really good Gordon. On the guy in the new movie. Dude, when he uh, pleads with Batman or with uh with Two Face. Bro. Not very good Batman movies, but very good everybody else movies. I was gonna say it. it, Very good. Like Batman Begins is the best Batman movie of that trilogy. The but they're all really great Gotham movies. Yeah, absolutely. Every other character, and even even their version of Bruce Wayne Batman is still pretty cool. But you're just like, fuck. Like the fact that Batman's not my favorite character in a Batman movie says something about I think the the supporting cast. Because Christian Bale still is a stellar actor in those movies. Yeah, he's incredible, but nothing beats Two-Face for me. Even in the movie where the, like Heath Ledger is the Joker, I still think Two-Face takes the cake, and I know that's controversial. They did a really good job with him, honestly. They did. I, I honestly, my only... I still don't like... I mean, I like it, but like I still think they dropped the ball with Dark Knight Rises. Because yeah. Bane is so cool until the end where it's like, oh, he's just kind of a... 
He's the muscle. I agree. I mean, if I could understand him, he might be a little bit cooler. Because I love Tom Hardy. I've seen... Dude, Mad Max Fury Road is one of my favorite movies of all time. I've seen that movie maybe 40 times. Have I've, you seen the originals? The, no. And I... I've seen like you okay probably, okay, yeah. the, okay the, that's that might be what we're watching next. Holy shit! I the, well, I am here's the thing. so fucking fond. I, I, is it isn't it? It's Mad Max, Road Warrior, and Thunderdome, right? Or is Mad Max Road Warrior the same movie? I forget. Because Road Warrior's the, second. Okay, Road Warrior's second. So yeah, it goes Mad Max, Road Warrior, Thunderdome. Because I know the first one is still like society is somewhat intact. There's still like gas stations and stuff, and then the second one, it's like it's all a wasteland. Well, the second one's is all wasteland. Thunderdome goes straight up like '80s crazy shit, and you're like, what? And then flash forward like twenty some years, and they go, okay, Mad Max Fury Road. Is, oh, I have so many ideas. Okay, I got some Bro. really good movies. Honestly, to watch. I, 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 I will say this: I, I would love to watch like a new movie I've never seen before. I would not be opposed just throwing on Fury Road again, and just like loving that movie because it's fucking awesome. Oh, especially with like, I mean. With Charlize, how much, Charlize how much and, uh, practical effects are in that movie, dude. That, like that movie, like looks timeless because yeah. of the practicality of it. The character that I love the most in that movie, I think, is never named in the movie. Yeah, yeah, he's he's just the driver. Well, no, not even him. That's uh, Nux or Nix. Oh yeah, but the fucking guy that doesn't have any eyes, Coma. That they just have him play guitar with a flamethrower strapped to it on the That's top of the car. That's not a dude. That's the director's wife. Yeah. For real. For real, for real. Well, the name of the character I know is Coma. Yeah. Wait, was it was it the director's wife or was it a... It, it, I forget what it was because I know I know the director's... Oh, the, I'm sorry. Yeah, it was... It was a woman that directed it. It was her husband. It was right? her husband. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. her husband. She was like, yeah, like, because they were talking about Fear... And I think I was, I was reading... Yeah, I, was, I think I was watching that where they're like, yeah, the crazy guitar. She goes, that's my husband. Yeah. And they're like, what the fuck? Yeah. That movie's hardcore. Dude, it's fucking awesome. It's so good. So, yeah. There... I do need I, to watch Fifth Since Element. I do love Cars, like, not the movies. I mean, Cars 1 is a good movie. Life is a <laughs> But I do love Cars, so I love movies where, like, cars are dope. And at least in the first two, they have one of the coolest cars in in the first movie there's like some shit goes down he's like I need like and there's this crazy guy who works at the police station that's like dude we got this car like I don't think you can handle it and he's like I need it <laughs> and it's a fu- oh my gosh and then he turns it on and it's, it's like crazy sound just oh my gosh and he peels out and he's like he's about to go kill some motherfuckers oh it goes like, so did hard you guys, did you guys play the Mad Max game I did. I, I really enjoyed that. I, I think I got like three quarters of the way through I, it. I beat it. It, but there there was a point where like, you talk about big open empty like empty open worlds. Jesus Christ, is that an empty open world? But it makes sense. But like, it was still the idea of just like, because it's the Batman Arkham combat with like, but now with like a car that you can like customize. That's and, exactly what I was gonna say. Yeah. It was like it was like Arkham Knight if they focused more on the Batmobile than yeah. Batman. It was actually a solid game. I really liked it. And then, like, there that was a point in time because, like, that, Sleeping Dogs, all the Assassin's Creed games, Middle Earth, Shadow... Of Dude, also, stuff, um... All had that same combat style of, like, spamming an attack button and then a, a counter I liked... But, well, Sleeping Dogs is a part of the, uh... True Crime. No, no, no. What's the... Sorry, I'm not thinking Sleeping Dogs. It was also around the same time that... What was the hacker game that... Watch Dogs. Did, that was, like, around the same time the second one came out? 
No, right? so the second one came out in 20... Fuck, because the first one was 20. The first one was a dual release between yeah, so Last Gen and Xbox I think, One. I think it was 2016 so. is when the sequel came out. Okay. But that they were pretty much just Assassin's Creed, but in modern Did time. Did you like those? I liked the first one's tone more, but I liked the gameplay of the second one more. The tone in the second one is absolute Awful. shit. Did you play it's, the newest one? No. I, I actually got Legion for Christmas one year. I got I, it before I switched to my Series X, right when like the Series X was announced and they dual released it. Mm. And I, but I couldn't get my hands on a Series X, or and I didn't want to, you know, shell out for a Series S. And I could not play through it because it just crashed all the fucking time. I got a fair bit into it, and I will say that is the most soulless game I've ever played in my entire life. Nothing feels like it was handled with love or care yeah. whatsoever. I, th- there's one thing that I think was handled with love or okay, care from what I've seen about it. But this is with Ubisoft always. The one thing that I will give Ubisoft is when they set a game in a particular spot, that shit is the most researched thing ever. Like, anytime they've dealt with the Middle East with like Prince of Persia or Assassin's Creed... They they do a very good job of like making it feel like the Middle East, like the characters speak the way they're supposed to. Except Altair in the first game, who sounded like a dude they hired off the LA street. Uh, but like, like they same with like Ezio and all those games. Anytime they've done Far Cry, when they go to like like Far Cry Four being set, I think it's is it Malaysia? It's like in the. I forget where Far Cry 4 is set, but they, they did, they actually... Is it the Andes Mountains? They went and, like, talked to people there, like, they consulted people. Like, say we go about their gameplay and it just being the same shitty open-world formula for every fucking game. At I'm least, fine with that only in Far Cry. Yeah, I was gonna say, at least, like, you know when you go into these places, it's like, oh, I'm getting, like, culturally and, like, aesthetically, like, what it's probably the closest we'll get to that. I don't know why I keep covering the top of my drink like I'm a woman in a bar. <laughs> you scared that Matt's gonna do something? Yeah. <laughs> but no, I I agree with you. I didn't I didn't play it, but anytime I saw gameplay of Wheat Legion, I'm like, this looks so boring. It it was awful. Yeah. Especially like a game that's focused around hacking, having to hit just A to hack something is dog shit. Well, then Fallout they- Three has better hacking than that. <laughs> Fallout 3, I still don't understand how the fuck Fallout hacking works. So, oh, it's so, it's so easy and it's so much fun. Once you figure it out, it's it's really easy to get. Especially, so my first thing is I, I go through one, I try to go through some of the words. Well, well, well I know it's it's basically Wordle, right? Yeah, essentially. Yeah. But, then, but then you find these things as you scroll through, you'll find where it does, where it selects instead of one character, it'll select two and you have to find like, I don't know what they're called exactly, but find like weird things in the code and you said that and either removes other like entries or it resets your tries mm-hmm. oh so much fun i see, love i didn't know that's a thing either so yeah, yeah so like, you have to you scroll through all of it and then you'll see where instead of because it normally just goes one character and then if you go over and it'll it'll select like an exclamation mark and then like three other characters then you're like, oh, that's an anomaly. You press that, and it'll either reset your tries or remove one of the other words. Oh, so you want to hit the anomalies first and not try Well, to... not first, because okay. if it resets your tries, then it's not worth anything. Fair, yeah. So you always pick a couple words to see if you get close, and then you go through, and then it'll reset your tries or remove other duds. I, I would love to go... I, this is something I, I think for, for the channel would be great. I'd love to do a New Vegas playthrough. 
with outrageous mods? Not with outrageous mods. Well, maybe. But, <laughs> just uh, like play a character by committee. <laughs> like we all have we to all, vote we all have on to choices. Agree with the choice we make. Uh, like we do with Until Dawn. Yeah. So like, but thankfully we're not on a time limit with New Vegas, so we can just straight up like think about it and go. Speaking of which, let's plays. I have to defend myself really quick, and I'm really sorry to cut you off, but I did play Hotline Miami One, which does give you a much better tutorial than what Matt was telling me when I was playing Hotline Miami Two. I was utilizing the lock on, which when you watch the let's play, I know it was going to piss people off. Oh, were we not utilizing it at all? We didn't use it once. (laughs) I mean, I was. Because I knew how to, but... So you didn't tell us? I kept on saying, like, lock on, and then it shows a little red area... Arrow. What? Areola. But I played through most of that game... Shoot the red areola! I played through most of that game in one night. Nice. So... Good game? I'm not an idiot. Good game, though? It's great. Yeah. It's incredible. The soundtrack is amazing. Um, The second part of the game is really fucking hard because you can't pick up weapons. You just Mm. have three throwing knives and, like, a butcher's cleaver. So that's all you get, and once you're out of throwing knives, you don't get them back. Oh shit! So it's it's really difficult, but it's really fun. I, I wait. I, a Hotline Miami one or two? One. Okay. Were they were they ever planning on doing a third one? Or? I hope so. I know. Uh, I don't know if it's made by the same people, but it's got kind of the same aesthetic. But Party Hard. Did y'all play those? No. It's the same kind of vibe of just like you're. It's it's like how many people can you kill in this level? Pretty much, but like I think it's still Twin Stick. But that's another one we could do. But no, I'd, I'd love... I would like to play Retro City Rampage with you guys. I'd be done. That's a really good one. I'd love. I'd love at some point. I don't know if we could get. Have y'all played Enter the Gungeon? Yes. No, but Joey loves it. I think. I I haven't played Exit the Gungeon yet. But, but you have played, played uh, Meat Boy. Yeah, I love Meat Boy. It's really um, great. Or sorry, not Meat Boy. Uh, Isaac, The Binding of Isaac. Oh, I fucking love Binding of Isaac. Okay. That roguelike, like twin stick shooter type shit. Same shit as Enter the Gungeon. Yeah. It's just mm. you pick your your main character has like a different gun, but you get to like upgrade throughout the time. Yeah. Nice. I speaking of of roguelikes, Hades two cannot come soon enough. I need that shit now. Yeah, if that comes out before the cutoff, I could see that being a contender for a game of the year, and I think it would bump out like Spider Man two. Probably. Yeah. Unless, although apparently, uh, which this happens every time a big game is coming out, but people who have gotten to like play Spider-Man too early, like media outlets are saying like, yeah, this is like a shocking sequel where it's like, you're like, this came from that game type beat where it's like, oh shit. So people are saying- When is that supposed to come out? October? That sounds right. I think it's October 20th, I think. Uh, I'm actually excited for it just because I like the Venom storyline, plus actually utilizing Kraven the Hunter- I think it would be cool. So that's pretty much the reason I'm excited for it. Other I mean, that, if they're going to do Craven, they could easily just throw Ben Riley in there. I feel like th- the one thing I like about the Spider-Man like games, even now, and I hope they don't with this one, is they're not teasing multiverse shit and like newer Spider-People. It's just like, Peter Miles, we're going to focus on these two, and that's like it. But if it ends with Craven killing Peter... I think Spider-Man 3 could be like, oh, it was Ben Riley the whole time. I swear to God, if they do Clone Saga bullshit. I mean, nobody wants to touch the 90s comics for anything, but some of the 90s shit is good. I mean, Ben Riley, I mean, to be fair, it's better than the shit they're doing now. Yeah, I mean, I grew up on 90s comics, so I have a huge amount of nostalgia I just for think, it. When I read the Clone Saga for the first time, I liked it, and then I re- tried to reread it, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? That was like the first 
Spider-Man story that I read as a kid. No, so I like Ben Riley, especially because like he fit the edgy '90s aesthetic. Like he had a denim hoodie. That, that design, <laughs> that design goes harder than any I, Spider-Man. I'll that's be ever honest. Existed. For like a good, for like a good like six missions in a row, I was rocking the Ben Riley Spider-Man costume I, for that for that from fucking game. When I could equip a costume, to when I stopped playing, it was all Scarlet Spider. I would. I honestly. I after a. Did you wait? Have you seen Across the Spider-Verse yet? Nope. Never mind. I can't say it. I wasn't going to say. Uh, I thought you. Because y'all had seen Barbie and Oppenheimer, so I think in my head that was one of the movies you They also went seen. with uh, Kara and Jack to see okay. the Spider-Verse. Yeah. I, great movie. Great movie. Fucking phenomenal. Uh, I was, they have the DVDs at Dollar General, so maybe next time I get Oh, is that already? I think so. Oh, shit. Yeah. Maybe they we had a big it. display for it's it. Probably, we can probably rent it now. Yeah, it might be under. Because we were also, when we were watching all those movies, I was. They have a couple other movies that are like I could still be in theaters, or they definitely are. Well, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is in theaters, and you can rent it now. Yeah, and the the Meg Two, uh, we also watched that. We watched the Meg One. How'd you like? I actually like that movie. As stupid as it is, I mean, it was stupid. and That was fun. But that's what I'm saying. Like, it I was like very it. Fun to watch. I like it. Yeah, it's. I like it in the sense that like. I enjoyed my my two hours with this. It it just made me a little uncomfortable that the little Japanese girl was like, "You're gonna fuck my mom." Also, I'm gonna be on the boat, and every time that you guys are gonna go do something dangerous, I'm gonna be there. Yeah, too. just leave her on the fucking fortified oil rig base that goes down to the sea floor. Just I'm, put her on the top level of that, and she's fine. Well, like after after her mom's dad, her grandpa dies, I I would be like, if I was the mom, I'd be like, all right, we're done, we're going to land. Absolutely, go to fucking later. like landlocked Ohio or something. Yeah. <laughs> there was a I forget what video I was seeing that I thought was hilarious but there there was some dude who was like honestly I'm honestly really shocked that like people from Ohio don't love Fallout more because they've just recreated your, y'all's st- like place so excellently in, in whatever and I'm like god dang it <laughs> I love so the that's, we're Elden Rings yeah, it's all right. <laughs> I love those Elden Ring Elden screenshots Ring. that's just like you enter an area and then it just says Ohio because <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, Elder Rings, Ohio, then Bloodborne is just an average day in London. <laughs> Never go to London. I'm honestly shocked that game hasn't been remastered in some form or fashion. It's, it, it has to be some, like... Like, it ha- like it, it has to be that FromSoft has to do it. The fact they have that to own the rights to it. I mean, yeah, but the fact that it's not even on PC feels intentional somehow. I want to... Because I, it if it was, to- a mods would be immediately made. I mean, yeah, but like, well, most people like most one, two, and three are all on yeah. PC. Dark Souls, Dark Souls are on PC. Elder Rings on PC. Well, I was just, just saying, like, once a game like it's put on PC, it, somebody can be like, I can make a texture pack and make it look good. Yeah, yeah. well, but even, even then, like, even with those mods, people are still willing to buy like graphical upgrades or whatever because like Skyrim Special Edition still sold out. I watched a video about stuff, Skyrim yeah. like that was put out like three months ago. And it was essentially like, this is what Skyrim looks like now. It's insane. There was a mod. Like, I mean, Skyrim, if you if you download like one mod pack for Skyrim, it does not look like Skyrim anymore. Well, like, and then, I mean, it was just like, here is a video of what Skyrim feels like today with mods. And, I mean, everything. He was playing all in third person because... Then they he like added yeah, like combat a combat mod yeah combat mods to where you can like perfect parry and then yeah, there's dude, executions. There, there's there's like, these dudes making a mod. I don't know if it's out yet, but it straight up adds Devil May Cry style combat to Skyrim. And I'm like, you mean I'm gonna play Skyrim again? I think <laughs> we we need to try try at least 
the uh, beat 'em up mod for Yakuza Seven at some point. I the only the only reason I don't want to. I mean, I'd be fun for a video, but like, it's the it's just the fact that like you can only play as Ichiban. I mean, yeah, but well, and but, like no other characters around, and then like the the heat actions don't work because there's the actual animations of those heat actions are not in, which I think they'd have to find a way to like bring them from six because that's what it is. They just took six. Uh, judgment and like pretty much any dragon engine combat and added it to the game because it's the same engine so it works I mean I'm fine with that yeah I, I actually though would like to play New Vegas like as a group like one of us is playing it but then we're all making the same like we have to come together on what to say what, and like go through which side are we going on we do an NCR legion yes man cons whatever because and then like I don't know because New Vegas is relatively short compared to like Fallout Three and, and Oblivion and Skyrim. I mean, even if we did like a couple episodes of it, we could just have like a deadline of okay, once we get to New Vegas, we can you know continue or stop here. Yeah, I that I, just, I don't know. I love New Vegas. It's it is probably up there in my top five games. Like it, I was playing it recently. It honestly, the it kind of going to Starfield. Of, of that caliber, like, for me, it goes New Vegas, Oblivion, and I, I would put Starfield as third. More than Skyrim? Oh, fuck yeah. Okay. I lo- I, here's my thing. Skyrim I love. It's a game that I will love to adventure and get lost in. Holy fuck, the writing in that game is awful. All the companion quest lines are the same, where it's like, hey, man, you're here. Cool. Speaking of five, Starfield five more- companions, I hate that, like, I can't get a companion like I do in, in Skyrim murder a bunch of people you can you just have to find the right ones i, now, I know they, but I'm, they but can't I'm saying, be your romanceable companions exactly yeah. I, I can't have like a ride or die bitch with me like they'd be like yeah fuck them like if oh they looked at you wrong kill them like from uh baby driver yeah 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 well they that was kind of the the, the problem because like that's looked at me funny you well, be fair, it's, the, it's the same that it's was a, a good movie great it's, movie it's the same thing in fall four though because none of your companions are cool with random acts of murder even Kate, where she's probably like the most cool with it, she's like, "Hold on, I'm cool with killing people, but like, you just murdered an innocent person." Dude, Deacon's all about it. Nah, he still he still will leave you if you murder an innocent person. He will fucking walk. They all walk away. If Except you mur- for dog meat. If you murder, yeah, dog meat doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> dog meat's your right or die. That's your right or die. But uh, yeah, no, Deacon- I just want to have like one braider bitch that's like very unhinged. Yeah, the I can fix her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, I I actually like the the main companions because my first playthrough is like as justified as I can be with a couple things. Where I'm like, hey, Andreja, you want to go back to the lodge for like an hour or two? All right, cool. See ya. I'll go do something with no companions, and then I'll come back and be like, hey, I got a ship. Don't ask me where. Yeah. Uh, but like, um, I I'm for the most part being a good guy. That's why when I in my Vanguard Crimson. Do you think one, that once you like marry the companion? No, they, they ha- still they still will dip. What well, for marriage? I don't I don't know. Because I, say, I know once you, once you married, they're like, well, we're married. I guess you're a murderer. I still remember trying to get my wife back in Fable Two as she was like in the process of leaving with my kid, and it didn't work. <laughs> I love that. That's a thing you can just say about Fable Two. <laughs> you can literally say she took the kids, man. She did take the kids, <laughs> and I never saw them again. Damn. Hey, you could have gotten a new wife. Bro, I, I didn't romance a single person in Fable 2 until the very end where you could bring the bloody Baroness back. And there was that guy who was like, 
because you bring the bloody baroness back to life and this dude's like yes i can finally marry her and the bloody baroness sees you first so she's all about you this guy goes no you have to leave if you leave she might like me better and i just stayed around and he's like please please leave like i'm in love with her don't do this and i just stood there and the bloody baroness is like hi who are you and he's like you've ruined my life for me you've like fuck you and like i walk away and you hear the sound of him killing himself as you leave the the <laughs> mansion with the bloody baroness in tow and i'm like holy shit got him this is dark i cucked a dude to death dude you gotta watch fifth element though i'm going to Hey, if, if both of you were telling me no fucking watch it, yeah, I'll probably get to it. It's it, incredible. It's weird. It's campy. It's the orange haired chick, right? Yeah. yeah. Who is the Resident Evil? Sadly. Lilu. Yeah. I, I, Lilu. I do want to watch Bilbo's the in it. Movie. Baggins? Mm hmm. No, the other one. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was, I literally in my head, I'm like, well, I know it's Baggins, but I'm like, I like look directly at you. I'm like, Baggins? Waiting. No. I was like, punchline, do it. Bilbo Williams. Bil oh, dude. His his second album was pretty good. It was all right. Yeah, I, mean, I feel like most artists, you know, they do the first album. That's what they really want to make. Mm -hmm. And then the second one is like, okay, label needs money. Yeah, fair. So Bilbo Williams just kind of lost the soul after the first one. But is this a real person? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> He's over here like shit. I'm have to look this up later. Damn. No, I. That was about to go on a like Spotify rabbit hole for Bilbo Williams. <laughs> I, I do want to watch the Resident Evil movies with you guys, though, but we cannot be sober when we do it. Those My movies favorite are so part bad. is when uh, What's-His-Face gets... The, the guy who, who fucks uh, Arrow's mom gets chopped up into... Uh, oh, fuck, oh, yeah. Yes! yes! It's turned into meat cubes. <laughs> that is, honestly... I, same, I could, wait, that's the same guy, right? I think so, yeah. The yeah. Wal Walter dude, yeah, because he's... Uh, yeah. I love... Yeah, fucks Arrow's mom. And I, I, at first, I'm like, who? And then I went... Oh right, Green Arrow. Yeah, yeah. No, I, uh, I would love to watch those because yeah, I think I got through. I bought like a collection that I sold within a week. Like I went to McKay's like a week later. Said you can have this back. And uh, I still want to see the Monster Hunter movie made by the same exact people with the same exact actress. Pretty much with Lilu. Yeah. yeah. No. Anytime that dude directs a movie, he brings it. He lets his wife lead. Like always. It's fucking wild. You know, in the last Resident Evil movie, like three people died. Like actual like for, to like full filming it real life death oh, from fuck. stunt shit. I was like, yeah, there's zombies. Of course, people are gonna die. I didn't. I I have. I need to. The reason is because I got through the first movie and then like half through the second, I got. I can't fucking watch this. Yeah, but I. The I, third I one is the real hurdle. Really? Because I, I feel like us watching it together would be like hilarious. Because like you and me being like pretty decent like big Resident Evil fans are just sitting there just being like fuck Matt might like it from like a shitty B-movie kind of vibe I think I mean I've seen I think the I've seen the first one like three times because I love it because it's so bad yeah and uh, they I get don't worse think, I think I've seen a couple of the other ones or like, at least like not all the way through the, the fucking Wesker fight is the one where they just do the thing from five yeah it's just fuck because because Chris is there so is uh, is Sheva or is it Jill? No, they replace yeah. Sheva with Jill. Yeah, and so you're like, okay, shit. But then no, what's her name? Angel, in the Lucy or whatever the fuck. Uh, it's Alice. Alice. Yeah, she's like the new girl, and so she's the one fighting Wesker and the demon dogs. And you all guys shit. aren't gonna get this, but it feels like a trans allegory. What <laughs> that series? Because every trans girl is just like, my name is Alice now. <laughs> that whole fuck 
Resident Evil is... I, I kind of like that we're past that, because, like, even with, like, Welcome to Raccoon City not being as good as some people say, like, whatever, it's still leagues better than the, the shit we got with Alice. I totally agree. And then having, like, decent animated movies again. I still need to want, I still want to watch Death Island. Yeah. I haven't seen that one yet. It just came out, though. I saw a, an edit on TikTok where it's, like, it's, like, Jill fighting for her life, trying to survive, and it shows Leon and Chris, like, having rocket launchers going, ooh. <laughs> and it's just, like, these two motherfuckers with one brain cell each. Yeah. Dude, so this week, after you're saying you were really happy with the selection of movies, I got a couple, and they're, I mean, it's gonna be either Mad Max, Alien, Aliens, or, um... Lethal Weapon. We watched Lethal Weapon the other day. Are, we, are you huh? sure? Yeah, I mean, you, you popped out the DVD or whatever. Lethal Weapon no, is... We watched Blade recently, all together. No, we watched... Oh, wait, no, we didn't watch Lethal Weapon. We watched, we watched the Rush, Rush, Hour. Rush Hour. Yes. And then we watched the Shaolin... Well, Lethal Weapon's great Shanghai because Shanghai. it's the best and pretty much the... the I mean, I'm, they're sure, I'm sure there were other ones before it, but it, it really made the name for buddy cop movies. Mm-hmm. Um, Isn't Lethal Weapon... Uh, Mel, Gibson Mel Gibson and Danny, Danny Glover. Great duo. They made a bunch of them. Really, the, f- the first two are worth watching. Second one's with uh, Danny... Uh, not Danny DeVito, who's uh, the guy from uh, Home You're Alone. The, oh, the fucking the Home Alone, Alone uh, the short one? Yeah. Yeah. Wet Bandit. Um, those episodes of Always Sunny where Danny DeVito was the villain in the new Lethal Weapon <laughs> no, movies. No. But, yeah. We'll watch some good movies this week. Hell yeah. Anything? Oh! 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 We, oh we, we haven't talked about John Wilson! What? We haven't talked to you about How, how to. to with John Wilson. Oh, yeah. I've not seen Oh, my gosh. Dude. <clears throat> so the new <clears throat> season, season three of How to with John Wilson has come out and they're putting him out Week to week, every Friday. Last night we watched two episodes, and the the it, we this is the, we watched five and six. Five was was okay, but how to watch pigeons is, or how to watch birds? How to watch birds is fucking incredible. No, no, no. How to how to track your pack? How to track packages is the one we did. Yes, how to watch pigeons was was the bird watcher one. Oh, no, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Because it goes into, oh, watching people, and then it goes into... What if like what if you say is true or untrue? Yeah. But, I mean, to be fair, the track packages one is crazy at the end. Dude. Okay, so we'll... we'll sorry. Well, well, we'll... I, I kind of want to see them before you, like, harsh spoil them. I'm, I'm just going to throw... I'm going to flee some things out that you won't have any context for. Okay. Self-castration... Uh, cryo cryostasis <laughs> fucking what titanic conspiracies titanic conspiracies and ex cop gets murdered please tell me this is one episode these are two episodes okay. <laughs> and they're they're Still. incredible okay i i got to watch it cuz yeah. the how to has been some of the best content you've shown us the fucking the fucking penis one that is incredible just like both me and BJ oh whoa <laughs> I have that's like one of the hardest times I've ever seen the hardest laughing I've ever seen BJ that caught me so off guard that was a really because good because we're just watching all of a sudden just dick <laughs> and we're like what the and fuck and it's not normal dick it's it's 
weighted down Dick with weights attached. <laughs> My favorite part of that though is when he's lying in bed and he's tied his dick to the headboard. And he goes, "Oh, um, I is just it, saw a Parasite. Was it called a uh, Parasite?" <laughs> he puts his little feet in the air, and then the daughter is like in the room, and he's like, "Do you want some? Uh, Who wants orange juice?" <laughs> They're like and the daughter's like. They're like, I want to fucking leave. Bro. It's amazing how he's able to find these people. He he must be some, like, kind of fucking guru for this shit. Because he goes through things that I would never even imagine. Because he, like, he meets somebody and then they're like, oh, yeah, like, I'm going to this convention. They're like, yeah, I killed a hitchhiker back in 98. And he's like, what? <laughs> or he's like, I'm going to a convention. If you, like, you should come. And he's like, okay, I'm gonna. I'm in in Arizona, and I have to go to Phoenix in like five days. There's a conference. I guess I'm gonna do that. Goes to this conference, and then he's like, all right, like conference is over. But I I felt like I there's still some things unresolved with this guy, and goes back to his house, and then the most insane shit happens. Yeah, like how does he? He's got some kind of weird radar for that shit. Yeah. I I wish I could understand it. It's also just like a radar where he's like, I know there's something. Like, the fact that he went back to the guy's house after the conference blows me away how he was like, this book isn't done yet. Like, there's still one more chapter left in this guy's... And he was absolutely... He's right every single time. Every time. There's still... In in all of that, like, obviously the, the, the foreskin stretch out thing was still wild but like seeing um this is the in nathan for you is like the the rehearsal uh-huh. the fucking boyfriend that he like like the like oh like because it's the girl who wants to like practice mother the guy that she sees and he goes back with him and with him arguing with his roommate about some stupid shit yeah and, and nearly he, getting into a fist fight <laughs> just all, the, like, I, the I ability would, of like it's those two people on earth <laughs> yeah. that just know these things are so in sync i i mean there's the the Nathan for you episode where he goes to the gas station. He's like, you like sell gas at, re- at really ridiculous rates, but you make them. It ha- it's with a mail in a, a rebate. A rebate. And have you to, have to go up a mountain to drop yeah. off. And then at the end, he was like, yeah, you know, when I'm scared, you drink the child's pee. And, and yeah, my grandmother, you have to drink the child, the, like, you know, no more than three. You have to drink their pee. And it makes you brave. And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> he, he, there, there's one point in that where he's like, it helps. And then Nathan's like, what do you mean it helps? <laughs> and he's just like, it helps. I love, you love to see when like Nathan is uncomfortable. Cause that's where, you know, it's like, oh shit. <laughs> this is out of context. Like the, the character's broken at this point. Yeah. I, I just don't know how they would be in like, like every like I'm so because they seem like nutcases at the same time like with how with the people they're interacting with and the responses to it like I was telling BJ like how are when they're not editing this how are they not getting like secondhand embarrassment or like or or just rolling on the floor like uncontrollable laughter you know there are people who are editing or laughing their ass off because they're getting sure. they're getting all especially the for the John Wilson shit with all that B footage yeah like, I would be fucking dying every day. <laughs> I'd be so goddamn happy in my life if I was editing for John Wilson. And also, just your stomach would be in pain from... Yeah, I'd, every... I'd have, like, rock-hard washboard abs <laughs> from just laughing every fucking minute of my life. Bro, the... It's so the wild. The way he edits those, too, where he's, like, just 
rambling and all the beef footage somehow like somehow connects to exactly what he's saying in that exact moment is incredible it's such a good show so good i i would love another season of nathan for you i, I mean he's got to I, have a comeback. after after the end of rehearsal. the rehearsal i don't know that shit really like disturbed me he, like ruined he ruined these people's lives yeah the life of a child <laughs> it's literally like i like that that's gonna haunt that kid forever like but then at the same time you, you think it's just all fake I, it's so hard to know that's that's the most fucked up thing about both of those shows is that i have no way of telling like you like there's some people who are gonna watch it and go clearly this is fake but like you watch it and you go Man, I really hope this is fake. <laughs> like, there's some there's some parts watching either Nathan for You rehearsal or even like uh, How to where you're like, God, I hope this isn't real. Yeah, the rehearsal was one of those where I'm like, please tell me every one of these motherfuckers was a paid actor, please. Cause yeah, the fucking like, <laughs> there, there's even a point where like you, Nathan looks like I fucked up. Yeah, I fucked up. This was a bad idea. <laughs> wow. There, yeah, life changing though. Absolutely. Anything else? For so better I'm, or worse, who can say? Anything else I've been doing or watching? Cause well, I, I was thinking for our next episode, I would love to do a um, an episode on controllers. And we could talk about all the unique controllers that we've seen. Because I have, there's this guy on TikTok, and I don't know if it's real or fake, that he found, and we'll get into it more in the episode, but he found this Wii controller that was called like the mind mapper and it, it it i've seen this and he found and like there's there he found like a disc it was like at a garage sale or off of ebay and he found the disc for it and he puts this thing on and it reads like it kind of tells things about himself that he's like there's no way this game would know this thing and then it does this thing called memories where it shows images of things that have like that he's seen and it shows, he's like, I can't show these things because, like, they're real things that have happened in my life. And and then he, like, contacts this person. They're like, yeah, I actually have, I found, like, a, I have, like, a, an update, a system update for the game. And and he, so he got off of eBay and, like, restarted. Dude, fucking wild. And it's like, I'm so invested in this mind reader Wii game that never came out. Weird. But I think we should do a... a uh, an episode on controllers. I have a controller that I can actually show and tell for that. Cool. Yeah. I was going to say, there. I have an N64 controller that's the most uncomfortable third-party thing I've I love seen. it. I mean, the first-party N64 controllers are the fair. most uncomfortable thing ever, too. No, this one, this one is, it, it's like you're supposed to hold it like this. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Oh, the boomerang? Yeah. Dude, that bring shit, that. That's dope. I, it might be that I if I hope we still have it because they probably I would I'm gonna like text my brother or like when I'm back tonight tonight I'll be like do we still have this because I know the, exactly the, where the mine thumb is. thumbstick isn't on it anymore so it's just this metal pull that I'm like oh this is uncomfortable but even that you're supposed to hold it like this because it's like the button layout's fucking weird mm -hmm. and because then if you try to hold it like this like a normal controller pushing up makes the character go sideways and I'm like fuck so yeah yeah I mean in general the N64 controller is fucking stupid. The one that I have is a PS2 controller, and I'll leave it at that. Sounds good. Well, good episode, guys. Great episode. Great episode. Um, thank you to our sponsor, Dubby. W.GG. W.GG. Use coupon code TAKEITSLEAZY, all one word, for 10% off at your checkout. 
Go check us out on TikTok. Matt's Matt's been working in the kitchen. He's cooking up it's some It's a good lot shit. easier now that we're doing all video and I don't have to just either have it be a blank page with a with like an edit with a, like a voice visualizer or uh, me having to like insert clips, which is a lot harder. I've also started doing a little work on a solo project. So keep an eye out for that in like two years. It's <laughs> <laughs> the one we talked about. Mm-hmm. Nice. I have a title. Oh, sick. It's called uh, The Wax Wings of the Golden Dragon. <laughs> Hell yeah. Is this something I have no. Yeah, you you'll see it in it. two years. Okay. <laughs> Whenever that gets done. All right. And as always, take it sleazy.